to Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. Genesis is the first book of the Bible, right? So let's begin in the beginning. Genesis 8 and 22. And as I share this word, let it go way down deep into you so that it abides. It says in 8.22, Genesis 8.22, while the earth remained. Now, last time I, I checked, the earth was still here. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Seed time and what? Cold and what? Heat. Summer and what? Day and what? Shall not cease. Well, that's good to know. But remember, seed is linked to time. Harvest is linked to time. Cold and heat are linked to time. Summer and winter are linked to time. But day and night, day and night is also linked to time. The problem with most of us is we don't like time. We, we've gotten to the place now we want stuff immediately. And if it don't happen immediately, we get frustrated. And it's like, okay, I, I want it now. But now, many times, is not the time. Because you got to grow in the grace and grow in the knowledge. Say, Lord, I'm understanding. I got to be able to handle time. Hallelujah. Now, here's the other part. God has a time that's not our time. His time is always exceeding abundant above all we can ask and think. Say, 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 Lord, help me to grow up into your time. All right. So Eagle Summit, now that we're in the ninth month of 2017, the year of new beginnings of God's greatness, I come to encourage you again to hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Say, say, neighbor. What have you been saying, but been wavering? What have you been saying, but you've been wavering? What do you mean, Pastor? You say one thing, and you do something else. Oh, what do you mean, Pastor? A double-minded person is unstable. In all. And, and if the enemy can do anything, he wants you double-minded. He don't want you to be able to hold on to one thing. So he brings another thing to make you think that the one thing ain't going to happen. Huh. Say, I'm, going, I'm not going to be double-minded anymore. I'm going to learn to be single-minded. Hallelujah. That's, that's a revelation right there. Because many of us in this time and season are double-minded. We, we, we don't know our left from our right. We don't know our right from our left. 
Amen, 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 amen. So hold fast the profession of your faith. Don't be confessing something and been doing the opposite. Whatever you confess and hold fast to that. Let the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart be acceptable. What are you muttering over and over again? I'm blessing the Lord at all times. Let his praise be continually in my mouth. Lord, I bless you. But there's a hurt. Lord, I bless you. The doctor said, I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to bless you, Lord. I'm going to live a long life. Amen. And for that reason today, the message is entitled again, keeping your reaping faith in gear. Keeping your reaping faith in gear. Any of you want to reap something? Huh? But you can't reap if you're out of gear. What do you mean gear? Gear, 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 gear. Pastor, what is gear? To be ready for the coming action or the coming event. Do you know sometimes you be uh, wanting something to come but you ain't ready for it? Have you ever been out on a rainy day and it starts raining but you don't have no umbrella? Huh? You can't even find your umbrella. You, you, they told you they were gonna, it was going to rain. It was going to they, they forecasted the rain. But you went on out, you know, it ain't going to rain. And then all of a sudden, the clouds come. And then all of a sudden, a drop. And you say, oh, my God, I ain't got my umbrella. Say, say, neighbor. Sometimes you need more than an umbrella. You need to be in gear. When you see the cloud, come on, when you see the cloud, bring something with you. Be prepared. Oh, uh, what do you mean, Pastor? Any of y'all have automobiles? Keep an umbrella in your car. What do you mean, Pastor? I don't, I don't, need, I don't need, yes, you do. Because if you have an umbrella in your car, when you, on a rainy day, you don't have to panic. You go places and people say, you know, I wish I had my umbrella. But you smile and say, I got one in my car. <laughs> Amen. Say, God, thank you for that revelation. I'm going to put an umbrella in my car. <laughs> All right. Now, why is this so important? Because without faith, it's impossible to please who? God. And remember, faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Here the trick of the devil is to persuade us to want to see before we believe. So we flow in the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief, which blocks the flow of the blessing the Lord has designed to make us rich and without sorrow. Say, 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 neighbor, I got some news for you. You ain't going to see everything that you're believing for right away. You're not going to see it, but you better believe it's on the way. Hallelujah. So again today, I come to encourage each of you to become better, better believers and believe without seeing so that the Holy Spirit can help you become a master harvester. You were created to become in the earth realm. Do you know that one of your purposes on life 
in this life is to become a master harvester. Meaning, you're supposed to be a model of God's goodness. Say, I'm not a mistake. I'm one of God's goodness. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. There's wisdom in me that somebody else needs. I'm a gift. I'm a value. Everywhere I go. Everywhere. Look at your neighbor and say, hello, valuable. I said, look at him and say, come on, look at him. Don't, don't roll, say, don't roll your eyes at me. Amen. Amen. That's, see, that's relationship, folks. That's relationship. And by harvester, I mean you receive the benefits and consequences of your faith actions each and every day. Every day, you receive the benefits and the consequences of your faith actions each and every day. You know, there's a daily load of benefits that, is that, that you're supposed to receive every day. Stop getting up without expectation. I expect to receive something from God every day. I'll be looking for it. Amen, amen. And, and I want to be just like a little child. Lord, where's that? 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 If any of y'all got children, you tell, tell you got something, they're going to be, children chill, chill be looking, looking all, all around them. And, and you be saying, that's foolish. No, it ain't. The, the, no, the, and they get what they want. Because they, 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 they know how to keep asking and keep asking and keep asking and to wear you out. And then you say, oh, yeah, there it is. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go to Luke 10. Luke 10 and verse 2. As I rehearse and remind you what the Lord has already told us about being a harvester. Luke 10 and 2 says this. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. Laborers into the harvest. Laborers into the harvest. Eagle Summit, this verse is written to remind each of us that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the harvest. But the known and unknown problem is that far too many sons and daughters of I don't take their faith, don't take their faith into the harvest. Don't take the faith into the harvest. Don't take the faith. But, but, but pastor, I know faith is the substance of things hoped for. And I know that it's the evidence of things not seen. But how do I take it into the harvest? What do you mean do I take it into the harvest? Meaning, what are you thinking? What are you believing? What are you confessing? Or what are you cussing? Oh, okay. When it doesn't happen right away, what happens? What comes out? Out of the abundance of the heart, you begin to speak. What are you saying? Are you saying what you need to say? And is it a faith saying? Or is it a, you know, a doubt saying? Well, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. Now, why? Why, why, why? When you don't take your faith into the harvest, you get stuck in the sowing seed part. You know that. You keep saying, I'm sowing. I'm sowing, I'm sowing, but nothing happened. Well. And 
Truth be told, we all been guilty there. I done sold, I done sold, I done sold. We're good at confessing about how you sowing. But where's your faith at when you saying, I'm sowing and I'm sowing? Faith without corresponding actions is dead. There's a work that has to go with your faith. Amen. Amen. And one of the works is, Lord, at all times. Huh? Even when I don't see it yet, I'm blessing you at all times. God inhabits the praises of his people. Not the cussing of his people, but the praising of his people. You hear that? You see how quiet he got on that one? Say, say, God, I'm going to bless you at all times. I'm going to stay in faith, not in fear. Why do some believers reap a great harvest while others are wondering what happened? It's really simple. The folks that are reaping have figured out the law of abundance in the kingdom of God overcomes the law and rules of the world. Hmm. They have learned to operate in the laws of reaping. The laws of reaping. What do you mean? Rule number one. What did I teach you the last time? Hello. Reaping is not automatic. You sold your tithe today. Doesn't mean you're going to reap in the next moment. The, 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 the tide ain't a seed. It's an honoring of God. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, I, 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 I pay my tide. I pay my tide, Pastor. I pay my tide, but I ain't reaping. You, you, you done confessed the wrong thing. You, 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 see, you done call things that be not as though they were. When the tide is, is, is to honor God. The offering begins to move you yeah. to the place where the 30 and the 60 and the 100 fold begin to manifest. Say, that. Say God, Say that. I'm understanding. I'm getting understanding now. Say, Lord, thank you for this understanding. Wow. So reaping is not automatic. Now, 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 now here is where we all get hung up. We don't like delay. We, you know, Lord, you know, I'm, I'm your homie, Lord. Come on now. You, 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 you made me, you, you, you know, you said now unto, unto you, you would do exceeding of a now, God. I need a now moment, God. I need it now, I need it now, I need it now. And you get frustrated when your now ain't his now. That's right. You get, it went, Lord, now. But you got to roll with God and say, Lord, I bless you on my way to my now. Say, God, I thank you. Proverbs 10 and 5 says it this way. He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causes shame. And sometimes we be sleeping instead of reaping. Sometimes we be sleeping instead of reaping. I mean, we get so frustrated when God seemingly delays and it ain't God, it's the devil blocking the flow, making us think that God is not going to do what he promised to do. When the moment we pray, it begins to activate. Say, God, I apologize. Because they that wait 
upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I'm getting stronger, not weaker. Folks, you've likely heard much about the importance of sowing. Certainly you cannot reap if you don't sow. To expect harvest without planting seed is like a farmer who sits on the porch and says, I believe I'm going to get me some cotton. So this year I'm going to sit here and believe for a harvest. Folks, he can sit there forever, but he will not reap a harvest until he plants the seed. Consider the farmer who invests money and time in plant. Then the harvest time, he simply sits on the porch and watches. And some of y'all been sitting on your porch. You've been sitting there, Lord, Lord, come on, Lord, come on, Lord, sitting there. Say, Lord, I got to get on up. Unfortunately, that is the way many sons and daughters think. Many sow their seed then just wait for God to reap the harvest. But that's not the way it works. A harvest doesn't just jump and jump from the field to the barn. Someone must go out and reap it, and someone, and someone is us. Why then aren't all of us producing bumper crops every season? Bumper crops. Say, 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 neighbor, don't roll your eyes at me. There's a bumper crop with your name on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why I'm coaching you because we, we, it's time for our bumper crop to come in, folks. It's time for our bumper crop to come in. Because we are sitting around waiting for God to do all the work. We sow the seed. God produces our increase. Then we reap the harvest. But then I told you in, uh, in, 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 in Ecclesiastes 11.4, reaping requires a faith action. Reaping requires a faith action. Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 says, He that observeth the wind shall not cease, and he that regardeth the cloud shall not reap. Now, now, now I want you to get this, please. Any of y'all in here got any problems? I'm, now, flow with me now. This is important. The trick of the adversary is to get you more concerned about the problems than the reaping. More concerned about the problems. The problems, you know, you get up with them, you go to bed with them, you hang on to them, and you, 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 you get so focused on that that you stop reaping. You observe the wind, observe the clouds, and don't, so you stop sowing, so you can't reap, because, you know, if I can't pay my gas bill, I ain't going to have no gas. If I can't pay my da-da-da-da, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. And the enemy does that it deliberately to make you not. So you're getting mad with God instead of getting mad with yourself. <laughs> Question. Are you waiting for the perfect moment to sow when all the bills are paid and you have your flu and there's an overflow left over that you don't need anything? Well, 
Now, I, and I, just to be honest, you know, we all want to have that moment, but you know, I ain't got no worries. I'm, it's just fine, you know. I'm, I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. What I, all my bills are paid, everything's, yeah, come on. To reap a harvest, you must first have a faith in the seed. You got to have faith in your seed. You got to have faith that when you sow, that thing is growing. What you gave today is growing. What you gave today is growing. Uh, what you gave today is growing. What I gave today is growing. Oh, it's growing. Oh, yes. And I'm celebrating this growth. Hallelujah. I ain't trying to figure it out. I'm believing God because I planted the seed and it's going to come back as a harvest to me. Say, God, faith in your seed. Now, what do you mean? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I got faith that what I'm sowing is going to produce a harvest. I ain't seen it yet, but I believe it. Therefore, I receive it before I believe it. I receive it before I receive it. I, I, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. And that's the meditation that I keep. So I have joy. Because I know my harvest is on the way. Last time I shared Galatians 6 and 9 as a faith solution. What do you mean, Pastor? Galatians 6 9 says, Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Oh my goodness. In, 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 here, here's another translation. So let, you, so let not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will have a harvest of crop if we don't give up and we don't quit. And we got too many folk quitting, quitting because they're in hard times. Hallelujah. And you, you know, I keep coaching that before we were saved, before we were saved, Friday night we'd be broke and we still go out and party, party hearty. Now you're so saved and now when it gets hard, you don't stop partying. You quit. You're mad. Because you know, I don't, you know, God's supposed to do it for me. I don't have to do nothing. I just, God, I done, I done done my part. Now God, do your part. I, you said so, I sow. But there's a time element in there. There's a faith needing to be in there. I call things that be not as though they are. I ain't broke. Y'all missed it. I ain't broke. I ain't broke. I might look broke, but I ain't broke. See, this, come on now. That's God. That's faith in action. If you're a sower, my God, my God, my God, my God. If you're a sower and you've gotten discouraged, that's like digging up your seed, especially if you keep saying, it ain't working for me. It ain't working for me. It ain't working for me. What? You mean to tell me when you gave your tithe today and you gave your offering today, it ain't working for you? The devil is a lie. Oh, no, no, no. I know it's working. I know it's working because I'm walking by faith and not by feeling. I'm, it's working. Hey, you're not going to get me to confess it ain't working. Uh-uh. By my words, I'm justified. By my words, I'm edified. 
I want to be edified. I don't need to. Nah, I don't need, Lord. Lord. I, I, no, I, I'm justifying my words. I, no, no, no. I'm calling things that be not as though they are until they are. I'm drawing nigh to God. I'm resisting the devil and commanding the devil, take your hands off of my stuff. Loose it and loose my harvest. Give it up. Now. When discouragement tries to come on you, now get this, when discouragement tries to come on you, rebuke it. Rebuke it. And say what you believe. Speak the truth from the word of God. I don't know about you, but every day I got to rebuke something. Every day I got to rebuke something. Oh, no, no, give no plate. No, no, no. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I ain't going crazy. I ain't going nuts. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I'm not discouraged. No, get off of me in Jesus' name. You got to re draw not, resist it, rebuke it. Otherwise, it will rebuke you. And many of us, we're not rebuking. We just you get, get bam, bam. Passive, you know, you know, that's, that's the way, that's, this is just my life, that's the way it is. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to be sick. I'm not going to die. I'm going to be blessed. I rebuke it. Harvest come forth in Jesus' name. All day long. All day long. And then some days it's all day long. Some days it's just like when you get up. When your eyes open up, that demon is right there, ready to torment you. If you don't rebuke him, he's going to rebuke you. Come on. Oh, my God. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean, Pastor? You know, well, you know I, don't, I don't know. Just, I, something just came over me. I'm just, I just feel so tired. I just, I just feel so heavy. You better rebuke. Heaviness, get off of me. You got to command them spirits to get off of you every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Amen. Social media, shut up. I don't know. Some days I don't need no, I don't need, no, I ain't going there because it's going to take me to the wrong place. Amen. And you got to know what text is to receive. Some Texas, no, no. You got to, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Especially when you get a crazy text. You got to, no, oh, no, 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 no. You got to know when to shut your phone off. When it starts coming one after another, no, no, no. Beep. Not right now. No, no, no. I need peace and I need it to pass my understanding, to keep my heart and keep my mind so I can reap my harvest for my day. Last week the message was what? Benefits. Forget not all of God's benefits. We forgetting too. We forgetting God's benefits. Come on. Come on. We've been healed and forgot about it. You've been delivered and forgot about it. You don't know the last time you returned and say, Lord, I thank you for the last breakthrough. I thank you for the last victory. I thank you for that. And devil, if God did this, he can do that. And remember our harvest does not depend on the weather or the economy. We are meant to harvest year around. Hallelujah. Folks, there is a cycle of abundance. 
Yes. To flow in that cycle, you cannot, you, you cannot quit sowing, and you cannot quit saying, and you cannot quit believing, and you can't quit harvesting. Cycle of abundance. You can't quit sowing, and you can't quit saying, and you can't quit believing, and you can't quit harvesting. There's a cycle. Oh, cycle. And that led us to rule number three. Your tide protects your harvest. Your tide protects the harvest. See, the devil wants you to think that when you paid your tithe, ain't nothing gonna happen. And that nothing is, is, is really happening. You just, you know, just giving it to the church. You just giving it, just, no, no, no. You're positioning yourself for God's protection. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. You don't know when you have a forsake moment. And you need God to rebuke in that moment. I know that God is rebuking the devourer because I had a forsake moment. And God, he, God showed up. And I, I said, God showed he, My tide rebuked the death. The, it protects your harvest. Devil can't take it. No, 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 no. Touch not God's anointed. Do, do, do my servant no harm. Say, say neighbor. Use anointed too. Hello. And your tithe is protecting you. My God, my God. Proverbs 3 and 9. Here we go. Proverbs 3 and 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. That's a growth place, folks. Every time you get increased, honor the Lord with giving him, his, giving him a portion, giving him his tithe. Honor the Lord. One of the most important rules of reaping is tithing. A good harvester is a tither because tithing is the key to your seed being blessed. Hmm. When you tithe, not only are you honoring God with the first 10% of your income, you're also inviting him into your circumstances. Wow. You mean to tell me when, as you face next week, that there are going to be some circumstances? And because you tied it, God going to be right in the midst of them circumstances? Folks, I'm telling you, it is awesome when you get in them circumstances and something supernatural begins to happen. Oh, my God. And God shows up and shows out, and you, you, you have a peace, and the enemy wanted you to be upset, but you remember, Lord, remember my tide. And God remembers the tide and rebukes the devourer. Say, God, I thank you for rebuking the devourer, for remembering my tide. Hallelujah. Malachi 3.10, you know it by heart. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith. Saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Folks, here in Malachi 3, 10 and 11, we learn the major key benefits of willing and obediently becoming a consistent tither. Oh, one, it opens the windows of heaven. 
and sends rain on the seed you sown. Ooh. Huh. The windows of heaven have been opened and he's sending rain on the seed that you sowed. Come on, folks. Secondly, it opens the door to God to rebuke the devourer for your sake and keeps him from destroying the fruit of your ground. Folks, there's no better protection than God. There's no better backup than God. God can do what? Shut the devil down every time. He can, yes, he can, he can, he will do it every time. Third, it prevents pests from devouring your crops and fruit from falling from your vines. Oh my God. Say what I've sowed, what I've sowed is growing now. Growing now. What, I'm what I'm sowing is going to grow even more. I believe it, I believe it. Without, seeing it. without seeing it. I have it, I have it. Even, now. even now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's, already done. it's already done. Hallelujah. So because you've tied it for a long time, there's some harvest that's due you. There's some harvest that do you. Many of you have been walking with the Lord a long time. When, when's the last time you put him in remembrance of your tithe? When's the last time you had a conversation? Now, Lord, you know what I'm walking through right now. But remember, remember my tithe. Remember my offerings. I need you to rebuke this devourer for my sake. And, 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 and Lord, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. I need you to, Lord, I'll be back the next day because I'm trusting you to do what I can't do. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you, Holy Ghost. Some of y'all will get this. God is not a part-time lover. Amen. Come on now. God is not a part-time lover. God loves you all the time. When you a mess, he loves you. When you hardly could, he loves you with an everlasting love. Amen. And see, the problem is, if you ain't never been loved like that, you don't know how to handle that. You assume everywhere, everybody, is a, everybody ain't a part-time lover now. Not everybody. And the God I'm talking about, he love you all the time. When you cast down, he love you. When you're rising up, he love you. Come on now. And love never fails. Never fails. Never fails. Sometimes it's just you and God. Lord, I need you to love me right now because I'm, I'm mm, Lord, I need some of your love. And supernaturally, he brings comfort to you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Say, God, I thank you for loving me all the time. All the time. What does that mean, Pastor? What does it mean? When you tithe, the devil can't stop your crop. When I tithe, say, when I tithe, the devil can't stop or steal my crop. Hallelujah. So tithing is one of the most important rules of reaping the harvest. Therefore, a good harvester is a tither because tithing is the key to your seed being blessed. When we tithe, not only are we faithfully honoring God with the first 10% of our income, we're inviting Almighty God into our circumstances. And see, 
it, it, in these times we're living in, there's circumstances all around us. I need to know that when I'm in a circumstance, God is there. Because if God's there, I ain't worried. Uh, I'm in this life, but I'm, I got, it's going to be all right. This too will pass. And it came to pass. Amen, amen. God, yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. You got to grow to that, folks. You got to grow. You got to grow. Got to grow. Got to grow. Got to grow. You 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 got to grow. See, I'm growing, Pastor. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. 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 So now that we've reviewed, let me share the next important step we each need to take in order to become a master harvester. You ready for the next one? Yes, sir. The next step is knowing when to reap the harvest. Do you know when to reap the harvest? When? Do you know when to reap the harvest? Hmm. As you look around right now, wouldn't you say that after all that you've sown even this year, that it's time for the harvest? Yeah. And for that reason, I'm telling each of you to open your eyes and take a good look at what's right in front of you. Some of you ain't looking to see what's in front of you. You, 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 done, you done got so discouraged that you done stopped looking. You done got so discouraged that you done stopped hoping. You better keep looking, keep seeking, keep knocking, and the door will be open. My, 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 my. John 4 and 35 says it this way. Oh, my God. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Folks, timing is so, so important. That is why Ecclesiastes 3, 2 says, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, i.e., a time to sow, i.e., a time to reap your harvest, a time. But pastor, how do we know when to reap our harvest? Ooh. Now this will bless you. One of the ways we know something is ripe is when it all falls off the tree. Hey, that's true in the natural and that's true in the spirit. Folks, when the time for your harvest has come, get this, Things just start working. When it's time for your harvest, things just start working. What do you mean, Pastor? Mm. Circumstances just fall miraculously in line. People just start doing their best to help you in, in all the area. It becomes obvious the blessing has done its work. And harvest time is here. Woo. <laughs> Circumstances just fall miraculously into online. People just start doing their best to help you in any area. It becomes obvious the blessing has done its work and the harvest time is here. Oh my God, my God, my God. What do you mean, Pastor? What do you mean? Oh. Um, all for all this, this, this will help you. All you fabulous shoppers, 
you, you, you um, on your way to um, pick up something, and on your way, you need a parking space. Okay. And as you drive into the lot, soon as you pull in, someone pulls out, and you get in your parking space. Oh, hallelujah. Then you go in to find whatever garment you're looking for, whatever thing you're looking for, and when you get there, guess what? There's only one with your name on it. Amen. And it's on sale. It's less than what you thought it was going to be. And so you reach it and take it to the counter. Hallelujah. And then when you take it to the counter and they tell you, okay, uh, there's a coupon in my, on, my, on my machine and they take, you know, 20% off of it. Oh my goodness. So what you thought was going to cost $100 only cost you $20. Hey. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And some of you have already had that harvest and you forgot it. You got amnesia. And if God can do that, what else can he do? You ain't celebrating what he did do. Harvest time. Harvest time. Harvest Harvest time, harvest time. Some of y'all got some stuff in your closet that was harvested. It was harvested. Hallelujah. When's the last time you said, Lord, I thank you for this. And Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. But really, folks, now, now that's, that's a very important key. When things just begin to flow. Things just begin to flow. It's harvest time. But the devil wants you to say, well, you know, that's, yeah, that's no, 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 no. You, you forget that. No, 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 no. I'm celebrating everything, every breakthrough, every harvest because it's time. Yeah. Say, God, I'm understanding. When things begin to flow, consistently flow, that's harvest. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. That leads me to the very last step I want to share today. Knowing where to reap your harvest. You go to one store, that ain't the place. You go to another store, that still ain't the place. But you go to another store, and oh my God, you wish you had been there the whole beginning. Because there's some stuff that left you because you didn't get there. You got to know where to reap the harvest. Genesis 26 and 12 says, and this is so precious. Genesis 26 and 12. Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Now, if you know the text, this was a land that was famine. There was famine in this land. There was, it was a hardball land. It was a hard land, and he sowed in the hard places. Some of you don't sow in hard places. You get mad in hard places. And you miss your harvest because you didn't sow in the heart. Genesis 26, 13 says, The man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Folks, this happened in a time and season of famine. Here is where our relationship with the Lord becomes so, so important. When we sow, it's important that we do sow in good soil. But unlike the natural farmer, we do not always return to the same place we planted the seed to receive the harvest. Oh, I planted the seed over here, but the harvest is over there. Uh, 
We get mad because where we planted it, we expect it to be the harvest, but God changes us and moves it over here. Some of y'all be looking at the wrong place for the harvest. I know I mean, I, Lord, I sowed here, but the harvest is over there. Say, God, help me to do that. To know better. To find out where the harvest is. The Lord will show us where our harvest is truly located. And it may not be where we expected it. Have you ever done something for somebody over here? Expecting them to, to, to be happy about that? And bless you back? And then all of a sudden, they get amnesia. But you go over here and somebody else blesses you with what you expected over here. Hallelujah. And you be saying, Lord, I thank you. And you, you, you forgot that you had sold the seed and the seed was in, but we went in, but the harvest came in over here. Say, Lord, your ways are higher than my ways. Help me to fly in the highways. Come on, the highways, the highways, the highways. The Lord will show us where our harvest is, truly located. And it may not be where we expect it. That is why staying in tune with him is important during these times. So don't miss the door of opportunity that he opens for us. Say there's a door called opportunity that may be open. Now, Holy Ghost, help me not to miss it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, let me give you one more. Luke 5. Luke 5 and verse 3. This is so important. So, so important. Knowing where to reap the harvest. Luke 5 and 3. Familiar passage. And he, meaning Jesus, entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. This is Jesus. Now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answered and said, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. The net. Folks, here we have an example of one of Jesus' disciples get, clearly getting instruction from the Lord. Knowing where to reap and missing the mark. Hmm. What do you mean? Luke 5 and 6. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the net broke. The net broke. He was supposed to put nets, but he only put a net. And many of us He's telling you to put down nets and you putting down a net. And that's why stuff is breaking because you ain't following all the instruction. You're doing it your own way. I'm tired, Lord. So I'll do partial obedience. I'll do half obedience. I'll do sometime obedience. And some of us are so weary, we in the part-time season. We do, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we just, yeah, that happened. And that's why we, and then the Lord be blessing us and we only get the net load. Yeah. 
Say, say, God, I'm graduating today. I'm going to let down the nets. Oh, my God. Folks, as I close today, knowing where, reap, knowing where reaping requires obedience and ears to hear and to allow God to point us in the right direction toward the right opportunity, so we are at the right place at the right time. Say, I'm at the right place. I'm at Eagle Summit today. And I'm at the right time. Lord, uh, I'm going to let down nets. Because I need plenty of your blessing. I repent for letting down a net when you told me to let down nets. In other words, I half obeyed. I partially obeyed. I apologize. North, south, east, west, give up my harvest. Angels, get busy. Holy Ghost, get busy. Help me become a master harvester. Now, now, north, south, east, west, give up my harvest give it up give it up devil we bind you we bind you we bind you loose what you've been holding up now in jesus name hallelujah 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 Say, say, I'm in the right. Faith, harvesting, gear. I'm keeping my gears activated every day. Every day, every day, every day. Folks, review what we've been hearing today because there's some part of that that you need to go to the next level. Amen. Amen. Yes, we all have some seed in the ground and there's a harvest. Do us. Yes, it is. But we got to stay in connection. God, come on, Lord. Teach me to profit and lead me in the way that I should go. Lord, do the impossible. Do the miraculous. And I'm holding fast to that. Hold fast to the confession that God, you promised to supply all of my need according to my riches, your riches and glory. So I ain't broke. I ain't broke. I ain't confessing broke. I'm blessed and highly favored. Money comes to me. Favor comes to me. I'm the head in Durham. I'm blessed and highly favored. I am anointed God. I'm one of your children too. You want me? Yes, Lord. And keep your joy and keep your peace. Say, God, I receive the word. It's a rhema word. I thank you, Lord, for the blessing, for the harvest that's manifesting by faith. Right now, in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Yes! Hallelujah!